Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm Dustin Roberts, the outreach minister here on staff. And for the next half hour, I'll also be your host as Rabbi Schneider shows us how to please God. God is always drawing us closer to Him, but so many times the cares of this world hold us back. But today on the program, Rabbi Schneider reminds us that no matter what's going on in our lives, whether it's fear, stubbornness, or the distractions of this life, it is possible to please God. Our message today comes from our series on apostolic prayers, and it's titled, Learn How to Please God. And now with a lesson on spiritual wisdom, here is Rabbi Schneider. As we continue our study today in apostolic prayers, I want to go directly again to the book of Colossians. We're in chapter one. I focused on verse number nine, our last broadcast in this series. I want to continue there today. Father, we just pray that you would fill us with all spiritual wisdom and understanding in the knowledge of your will in Yeshua's name. Hear now, beloved one, the word of God and look for application for you because the Holy Spirit is living even as the Holy Spirit moved over the surface of the waters, as we read in the book of Bereshit, Genesis chapter one, verse one, he is still constantly moving over his creation. In fact, the scriptures say that the eyes of the Lord are looking to and fro across the earth, looking for someone that will be wholly devoted to him. So understand that as you and I get into God's word today, God is watching us because he's given us free choice and he's looking for somebody that will sanctify their heart to him in the Holy Spirit so that he can deposit in that one that which he wants to give from the riches of his grace. So get ready now and be prepared for the Holy Spirit to reveal something new and fresh to you. Hear the word of God. For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And that's where I focused on last episode. But I wanna just take a few more minutes before we move on to the next verse because I think that oftentimes we go over scriptures and we just move over them so quickly and we don't really look for some of the deeper understanding and the deeper revelation of what God is really trying to communicate to us through the Word of God. Remember he said the Word of God is living and the very nature of life is it keeps on breathing out newness. It keeps going deeper and further. There's always fresh revelation that you can receive, even from a scripture, as you know, that you have known in the past. And all of a sudden, you've read a scripture, you've read it 20, 30 times before, and all of a sudden it's preached one day or you read it one day, and a whole new level of revelation is opened up. So God's going to do that for you today as we're in his word together. I want to concentrate on this concept of awareness. Listen to what Paul is saying. I'm praying that you would be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Now, let me ask you, if you are crowned with wisdom and if you are crowned with understanding and if you're crowned with the knowledge of his will, which was what Paul is praying for here, doesn't that mean that you have a certain level of awareness? In other words, that you have an awareness of reality of the way to walk. You have an awareness that allows you to move forward in the light. 
And the reason that I'm focusing on this concept of awareness now is because one of the things that's happening so quickly in society today is that mankind is losing his sense of awareness because he's become so distracted on materialism and so drawn out of himself into the age of modern technology. If you and I are gonna find God in the deepest way so that rivers of living water can well up through us, we're gonna have to spend time disconnected from the world, alone with God, spending time just looking to him, meditating, praying to him, talking to him, so that he can begin to develop within us the sense of spiritual wisdom and understanding and the knowledge of his will. Because if we don't stop and take time to develop a space between the Lord and ourselves where there's nothing distracting us, we're gonna go through life, beloved, and our oars are only gonna be three inches deep in the water. Remember, we read the story in the scripture from the prophet of old. He began to walk into the water. And at first he put his foot in the water from the book of Ezekiel and his toe touched the water. But then he kept on walking in deeper to the water and pretty soon as he had walked in deeper, the water had risen to his ankles. And he kept going forward, the vision that Ezekiel saw, and the water came to his knees. And as he kept going, the water eventually came all the way up and overflowed, and he saw that the water gave life to everything. The point is, beloved, what will you and I do with our lives? Will we waste it pursuing the things of the world? Or will we develop within ourselves the capacity to receive the deep things of God and like Ezekiel's vision, keep going deeper into the water of God's spirit? You see, we realize that the things of the world cannot satisfy, that there is no life in the things of the world. Eventually, what people have to realize is that true, lasting, divine satisfaction and joy come from entering into the depths of the spirit. And if you and I are gonna develop this, it's gonna take discipline, it's gonna take work. We're gonna to have to make it our intent above all else to develop our relationship with Hashem. Hashem is just a Hebrew way of saying God. Ha means the, Shem means name. So when we say Hashem, we're speaking of the name because God, he has no beginning, he has no end. He's beyond fully knowing because he's greater than we are. I mean, we don't misunderstand, we know him and we'll know him in the depths of our being, but we'll never know all that he is because he's unlimited. God is unlimited. That's why the angels in heaven in Isaiah 6, they keep on falling before the throne of the Lord. Holy, holy, holy. And the reason that they're doing that is because they keep on getting hit with the new wave of God's glory. And every time they get hit with a new wave of his glory, it overwhelms them. It's so fresh. It's a brand new thing. God is always a brand new thing. He's eternal life. And so I'm trying to encourage us today, once again, to think in the spirit that the things that we see are just temporal. But if we pursue the things of the spirit, if we understand that God was manifested in the flesh as Yeshua, and that his purpose is to bring us into the realm of the spirit, not to stay in the flesh, not to worship images, not to worship doctrine, not to worship our own church culture, not to worship the Christian culture, but to pursue God, to go beyond the culture that we're living in. Even if you're a solid Christian in the church, God wants to bring you, like Abraham, into a new place. Where's the new place? It's a new place in him. 
And there's always a new place on him. We're on a voyage, we're on a journey, and we're continually gonna go deeper into the realms of the spirit, into eternal life as we put him first, leave everything else behind to keep on pursuing him, to gain all the wisdom and knowledge and spiritual understanding that's necessary for us to truly, beloved, know God and to know eternal life. Oftentimes I say, Lord, cleanse me of all religiosity. I say, Lord, cleanse me of every religious thing that I'm doing, every religious thing that I'm saying that's just baggage. In other words, I think that the way that people walk today as Christians sometimes, it doesn't fully look like the way that Jesus walked. In other words, we have this Christianese language that we say sometimes, you know? A lot of people say the word amen, and it's just a filler language. When they say it out of nervous energy, or they just say it to fill the space. And we have all these religious terms that we say, and, and it's just like, Lord, cleanse me of all that. I don't wanna be bound by my culture. I don't wanna be bound by the flesh. I wanna enter into the spirit. I wanna know you, Jesus, in spirit and in truth, even as Jesus said, he said, those that worship the Father will worship him in spirit and in truth. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and Rabbi will be right back. If you're looking to better equip yourself in your study, pursuit and growth in Jesus the Messiah, be sure to go online and explore our treasury of Messianic content. You'll find Messianic teaching tools and videos, information about God's seven annual feasts, the Hebrew names, titles of God, so much more. This content is ready and available for you today online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Just as this program has been a blessing to you, you can multiply the blessing with others. It's simple when you become a monthly partner. Give a financial gift of any amount today or set up your monthly automated gift by calling this number 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. Or you can visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com when you give your equipping others for Jesus' return. And now, here is Rabbi Schneider. So let's continue on. Wisdom and understanding. What do we need to do? We need to leave where we're at. We need to be willing to be like Abraham. Wherever you're comfortable in your life right now, you need to be willing to let that go, to move out where the Spirit is leading you to enter deeper into God. And as we do, we're gonna gain more knowledge of His will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Now, Paul says that this goal of wisdom and understanding, he says, is that we would walk in verse 10 in a manner worthy of the Lord. This is something else that is in the way in our lives. We wanna own our lives. We wanna be able to choose what we want. We'll let God in in some areas, but so oftentimes we reserve other areas as kind of off limits for God. Lord, I'll yield to you here, but don't talk to me about what's going on in this part of my life. As long as we have those boundaries between the Holy Spirit and ourselves, we're never gonna be able to go as deep into God as he's drawing us into because our rebellion, our refusal, our fear, our stubbornness, our saying no, Tim, will keep us from being able to flow with the Ruach HaKodesh, with the Holy Spirit into the depths of his heart. So Paul says, I want you to have spiritual wisdom and understanding and the knowledge of his will. And then he says in verse 10, so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects. In other words, the goal, for you and I, is to please the Lord. 
if we're keeping control, if we're keeping possession, if we're unwilling to yield and let go, we're never going to get to where we want to be, and most importantly, to where God wants us to be. We have to come to the place by the grace of God, beloved one, when we recognize that we have no choice. We're not our own. The Bible says we don't belong to ourselves. We belong to King Yeshua, to Jesus that died and rose on our behalf. Therefore, we need to reckon ourselves dead to sin and alive to God. The point is, is that until you and I, by the grace of Hashem, by the grace of God, come to a place in our life where our will is surrender to him, that the focus and the aim and the goal of our life is to please him, where we've let go of all the things that we've hung on to that we didn't surrender to him, until we get to that place, we're never going to be able to fly and swim in the Holy Spirit, in the rivers of living water, in the deep places of eternal life. And so, again, there's a challenge here for us. And if you look around, you know that it's true. You see it in the culture, and it's true in your own heart in some areas, even as it is mine. Areas in our life that we're not willing to let go of and surrender to God. Maybe it's because of fear. Maybe we just don't trust Him with something. We don't trust Him with our finances. We don't trust Him with our health. We need to trust God. We need to let go. We need to believe, God, I believe that you are And I believe that you're so intimately involved in my life, you're closer to me than my own breath, that your very spirit is sustaining every cell of my body, that I was conceived in you, that you're the one that brought me forth, that you're lovingly taking care of me every day of my life. I believe that you're real. I believe that you love me. So Father, I'm gonna trust you with everything. I'm gonna let go of everything. No matter what happens, I'm gonna trust you. You know, I just was uh, on a trip recently and I was uh, driving down this road. The potholes in the road were deep. So I'm driving down this road and there's no one in this area. I'm in the middle of uh, Colorado. And I'm thinking, man, this would be a, a scary place to get a flat tire. What would I do? Well, you know what happened? Sure enough, in the middle of the road, I got a flat tire. But you know what I did when I got a flat tire? I said, Baruch Hashem, which is Hebrew for bless the Lord. Father, I receive this from your hands. I believe, Father God, that everything is from you or you're causing everything to work for good. That no matter what happens to me, you're gonna cause it to work for good. And that a lot of things that happen to me that I don't even think are you actually are you because you've got a purpose in mind that's bigger than I can see. It might be concealed right now, but you've got a purpose of light to bring forth from it. So here I was alone on the road in a rental car, had to find everything, you know, I was missing even a piece of the jack. But I just said, Baruch Hashem, bless the Lord. Father, you're with me. There's a purpose in this. I'm gonna give you glory in this. I'm gonna thank you for this because the Bible says, give thanks to God in all things for this is his will for you in Christ Jesus. So Father, I'm gonna rejoice right now. Believe you're doing something good from it. That's the way, beloved. God wants you and I to live our lives. This is part of having the wisdom and understanding that we need that Paul speaks of in verse nine to walk in his will and to please him. So you see, I had the wisdom and the understanding to recognize that all things come from Hashem, come from God, 
and at the very least, he can use all things for good. So to thank him for all things according to the word of God. I had that wisdom, I had that understanding. So when it got time to change that flat tire, I was able to give him thanks in a difficult situation, thereby pleasing him. So listen how we put it together again. Paul says, for this reason in verse number nine, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and ask that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. So I had the wisdom and understanding to understand that everything comes from God, or at the very least, he can use all things to cause good to come forth from it. Even the world was birthed out of darkness, right? There was darkness before there was a world. So everything that we go through, the times that seem full of light and the times that have darkness, we can thank God, knowing he brings forth light from them. So then I thanked him, and you know what I was able to do in that process, beloved? I was able to bring joy to his heart because I trusted him. So with the wisdom and the understanding, we're able to walk in his will, and in walking in his will, we're able to please him in all respects. So once again, Paul prays, I pray that you'd be filled with all wisdom and understanding and the knowledge of his will, so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord and please him in all respects. What a powerful message on apostolic prayers. Now here's Rabbi and his wife, Cynthia, with some closing thoughts. The wisdom of God. You can trust him today. He'll give you wisdom for the next trial you've faced. The wisdom of God, he imparts what we need Amen. to receive that he's right there with you. Right, you know, some things God uses but everything could be used for good. Amen. And when Moses prayed to God, Father, he said, God, show me your glory. Mm. And God told Moses to go stand in the cleft of the rock as he called upon the name of the Lord. And the Lord showed up and the Lord proclaimed his name over Moses and said, I am, he said, compassionate and gracious. Mm. And those words that we translate in English as compassionate and gracious come from the Hebrew word rachum, and the Hebrew word rachum comes from a mother's womb. Wow. And when you think about being in a mother's womb, you're safe. Yeah. And so God wants us to understand that we're still safe in Him. Amen. Even as we were safe in our mother's womb, Amen. hun, we're safe in Him in this world, even when we're facing so much evil yes. and darkness. Wow, wow. That is so true. And I know you've told me the vision God gave you in the past of experiencing God in like an egg. Mm -hmm. And that's like a womb is like true. an egg of waters, living waters all around that baby. And that's who we are. We're just surrounded by the living waters of God mm. as we've come into him through Jesus, through Yeshua and his blood sacrifice. We are truly protected in that womb of God. Amen. And babe, just thinking about being in God's womb, I want to thank the Lord for you because God's used you in my life to put me in the womb of his love. And he, he uses other people to surround us with his love and his Amen. presence. Amen. We say to you today in closing, beloved ones, Baruch Hashem, bless the name of the Lord and all God's best to you in your life. 
You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. To learn more about Jesus, please visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com and click the link that says Find Jesus. You'll discover a couple of videos there along with a prayer request form and two books that I'd like to send you for free just for letting us know that you made a decision to walk with God, our Father. And then if you'd like to go deeper in your study of this important study on prayer, let me invite you to take a few moments to explore all the resources and study tools that we have available. You'll find lots of messianic content that's designed to take you deeper into your faith. And there's even a page where you can partner with us to help others discover the good news of Messiah. Now here is Rabbi to tell us more. We focused a lot in today's program on walking in wisdom, and wisdom affects so many areas in our life. One of the ways that we should be affected by wisdom is in the area of our finances. The truth is, beloved, when we honor the Lord with our finances, what we're actually doing is putting God first in our lives. It really is foolishness to not honor God with our finances. The Lord actually promised a blessing in the book of Malachi that when we honor Him with our first fruits, with our finances, He releases a blessing from heaven. And when we don't honor the Lord with our finances, that's a lack of wisdom, practically speaking, because what we're doing by not honoring the Lord with our finances is really closing our heart to honor Him and trust Him the way He should be honored and trusted. I want to encourage you today, if you're being blessed by this ministry, if you believe discovering the Jewish Jesus is a ministry of the Lord, I want to ask you to open your heart and let the Holy Spirit speak to you. If God is directing you to present an offering to Him through this ministry, beloved, just be obedient and do it. You'll be blessed and the wiser for it. We've made it easy to give a gift of any amount by going online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And if God is calling you to partner with us this year, please sign up right now. Your monthly partnership enables us to broadcast in almost 200 nations, reaching Israel and the world in all the places where the good news needs to be heard. And as our way of saying thank you for your gifts of any amount, we'll say Send you an audio message of rabbi teaching at his home church in Ohio, along with our latest newsletter that's filled with lots of special insight and details on our latest outreach efforts. You know, the relationship that God established all the way back in the garden was one of unhindered communication and companionship. But the world that we live in is far removed from that perfect place. And so we need to be continually seeking God in other ways. And that's why I want to mention Rabbi's book, The Key to Answered Prayer. In this engaging resource, you're going to discover how to pray biblically founded prayers that will enhance your relationship and fix your heart on God's plans and His purposes. It'll also help you receive the answers that you've longed for. The book is available for purchase right now when you visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com. 
And if you find that you have some extra time this weekend, feel free to connect with us. We want to hear from you. You can leave a quick note online or you can send a card or letter in the mail when you write to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. And right now, here's Rabbi with a special blessing to lead us into the weekend. In the Old Testament book of Numbers, we find a blessing God speaks over his children through Moses and Aaron. It carries the idea of favor and expression. Open your heart to the Spirit and the Word today and receive Father's goodness into your life with confidence. Ya'er Yahweh Panavelecha Vihunecha Isa Yahweh Panavelecha Veasem Lecha The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us again next week when Rabbi Schneider helps us discover the true voice of God. That's coming up Monday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.